Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Now, Leon Tailoring is also well-known, we all know, for their tailor-made clothes, but you also know they're ready for their custom-made and ready-made clothing as well. That's right, clothes that are right there on the rack that you can buy and pick up, and they'll make the alterations included in the price. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. And of course, then you know, if they want something tailor-made specifically just for you, then they can do it. So whether it's tailor-made, whether it's ready-made, or whether it's custom-made, it is for you and you specifically. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. They'll be happy to see you and happy to take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Rebecca Gibron, G-I-B-R-O-N. I am the CEO for Planned Parenthood of the Great Northwest, Hawaiian Islands, Indiana, and Kentucky. So what are your thoughts about today's argument? You know, I think that... Um, the, I think that um, Mr. Falk did a great job. I think that the justices asked great questions. Um, we are really gratified uh, that every day abortion is accessible for Hoosier women is a good day. How confident are you that's going to be true in the next few months? Well, I think really time will tell. Uh, I think what's most important now is to focus on abortion bans and their impact on women who are seeking reproductive health care in the state of Indiana. It is unconscionable that anyone should have to leave their home state uh, to access basic health care. What the Dobbs decision did uh, in this country is create a national public health crisis. What the state of Indiana is doing in passing its own abortion ban is exacerbating that public health crisis in the state of Indiana. Can you talk about what your clinics have seen over the last few months when this injunction went into place? Yes, I mean, we have continued to provide vital reproductive health care, including abortion care, to Hoosier women. We are also seeing patients from other states where abortion bans are already in effect. So we are here for our patients. Our doors are open. We continue to answer questions, uh, provide the vital health care and access to abortion services that Hoosier women have a right to expect. Are you doing discussion. more work? I'm sorry. Are you having more patients come in now than you did before Dobbs? Can you talk about how many more? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I don't know the percentage, but we are seeing patients from out of state in other states where abortion is already illegal um, that are coming into the state of Indiana because currently we have been successful in preserving access to that care in this state. There was discussion today about the life of the mother and what the Constitution would allow there. There is a life of the pregnant person exception in the law. So if the law is upheld, are women's lives still at risk? Absolutely they are. I mean, I think the way that this law is written creates confusion and chaos and threatens uh, criminal penalties for providers. That's exactly what lawmakers in the state of Indiana are attempting to do. Um, and so the, the, the way that um, this puts pr providers and physicians at risk is absolutely intentional by extreme lawmakers in this state. What was your reaction to the fact that, um, I can't remember which justice it was, but he routinely brought up the fact that there were some concerns that abortion clinics are not allowed to provide care, um, even for the exceptions? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's intentional, right? It's intentional to prevent access to care uh, to abortion in the state. The, the fact is that 98% of abortions in the state of Indiana are provided in a clinical setting. It is a very safe procedure. 
Um, and so this was an intentional uh, way to further reduce access in this state by requiring that abortions are provided in a hospital or in an ambulatory surgical center. Did you see that as a way to basically say there's exceptions, but only in name only? Absolutely, only in name only. If that part of the law was struck down by the court, but the rest of the ban was kept in place, would you consider that a win? You know, I think that the reality is any ban is a ban, right? A ban is a ban, and a ban prevents access to vital abortion care uh, for Hoosiers who need access to health care in their home state. So I would, I would consider no ban a win. Obviously, this does, you know, go into effect with your clinics. Are you just closing the doors or is there a next step for you guys? We absolutely are going nowhere. Uh, We will not be shuttering any of our health centers in the state of Indiana. Uh, We will continue to provide uh, care and service to our patients, even if that means the need to help them access care out of the state of Indiana. Planned Parenthood is here no matter what, um, and we will not be turning our our backs on our patients in the way that extreme Indiana lawmakers have. Most lawmakers got reelected to pass uh, the abortion ban. What happened for the midterms? Because if people were mad and upset to take off, should they have maybe thrown some of the rascals out? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good question. I think if you look at nationally in the midterms, abortion was on the on the ballot. And uh, the red wave that was predicted all across this country did not happen. And so people's voices are being heard. And we know from polling in the state of Indiana, 71% of Hoosiers support the right to abortion in their home state, in their communities. And so I think time will tell how this issue continues to show itself in the ballot box. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.